Well, hey there, I'm Lex, the producer, and let me welcome you to episode 32 of the JR Show podcast. As we have made it to June, JR has already checked out and is on vacation, but I thought I would dive into the vault and pull out one of the best chats he's ever had. This conversation with Crowder is one of the most outlandish, ridiculous, yet hilarious conversations out there on the internet today. These guys talk about burritos in bed, arm wrestling, and the Jungle Cruise ride at Disney. You're going to shake your head and laugh the entire time, but you might learn something too, like what David Crowder thinks is the best written song of all time. So without further ado, here is JR's chat with David Crowder from 2015 on the JR Show podcast. Unless you're driving this afternoon, please put your hands together for Mr. David Crowder. Or maybe you can clap with one, not you, them on the other end. Oh, sorry. Um, No, I usually clap for myself a lot. Yeah. Yeah, If you're driving, you could do the the multitask. Yeah. Yeah. There's things to hit in the car. There's there's noise making Uh, things. Yeah. (laughs) Um, no, I, you know that's that's what I, I I find I think it's coming from deep seated insecurity. But when people you know would introduce me, mm. and and it's supposed to cue others to clap, I find myself clapping, okay. and I think it f- makes me feel more part of the group. Yeah, and I think it's yeah I think that's insecurity in myself. It causes like, me to clap when introduced. Like when it's your birthday and people are singing happy birthday, and you, you sing, sing along. with them. Yeah, I always envy the people that just stand there and listen and take yes. it in. This is all for me. You know, Happy Birthday, there are two of my favorite songs, but, and this is nice as true, uh, two of my favorite songs are the Star Spangled Banner, Star Spangled Banner, Spangle Banner, because it's, it's beautiful, yeah. the poetry, and it's amazing. It's great writing. It's, 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 I, I'm, yeah. I'm dead serious. And then the, the Happy Birthday, because again, great writing. Right. Like imagine, well, one, it's sung, you know, probably more than most songs, so it's, it's got lasting appeal. Yeah. And then two... Imagine writing a lyric that that every single person's name can be in. Right. I mean, right? That's just it's sheer yeah. genius. And you're celebrating something as precious and beautiful as life. Yeah. It's gorgeous. And you get named in the song. Yeah. It's a narcissistic song and it appeals to everyone. Who is the, is there somebody that is out there collecting 9 cents on the dollar? It's Michael Jackson did that it was, song. It was good. He wrote that. Okay. And so his his a uh, uh, foundation, I think. right? It was either him or Chris Tomlin. I can't remember. <laughs> probably Chris. So yeah. I think it is probably Tomlin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Where were we? Oh, we were saying hello. Say hi to David Crowder. Uh, he's got through clapping for me. <laughs> Happy <Yeah. birthday laughs> me. To me. Uh, well, come as you are was the last one we played. Okay, that's a is good. Is there one. a third that that many radio stations are playing right now? Yes. Oh goodness gracious. Okay. It's the one. It's the it's the new hit single. This is the one you've been waiting to put out. It really is. Yeah. Um, uh, yes, it's called "Lift Your Head." Are you sure? Was there a question mark? Weary sinner. <laughs> oh, parenthetical chains. Okay. So lift your head, weary sinner. Begin parenthetical chains. Just the word chains, and then end parenthetical. Lift oh. your head, weary sinner. Chains. Okay. So there's yeah there's no question there's no yeah there's no oh okay interrogative it's just yeah. it's just yeah yeah lift your, it, there is a pause because of the parenthetical I guess but okay yeah now that we've taken a lot of time discussing the title of the song right is there a is there a, sto- a backdrop to it 
Um, Story too. Yes, uh, there is. Uh, I wrote this with Ed Cash. He's a he's a dear friend of mine, and he um, he man he's amazing. Very prolif- prolific songwriter and producer. Mm-hmm. Many of the songs that get played around here are, are probably right. Ed's probably. He, I think he's written all of them, and so I thought I'd have him help me with this one. Yeah. And and it's a it really to me that Neon Steeple record we put out. Yeah. Honestly, it like is like all of the themes to me in like one place. It's almost it's very uh, out. I mean, it's good for people who are in church culture to be able to voice some of these things and, and remind ourselves of of uh, you know where you know death to life, all of these things that we know of. But it, it's very much a plea. And an announcement, proclamation—I don't know what you might want to call it—proselytizing uh, yeah. for those uh, that are outside of Christian culture right. to say, "Man, hey, come on, ain't nobody—you can't outrun God, no matter what you've done, how far you've gone." That's what the whole story is about, and that's why I'm, grace is pretty offensive because we feel like we got to earn something. And here's the deal that comes along and says, "No, no, no, the laws." It's been too much anyway. We can't bear it, and justice has to be served, and so. You're okay, man. You can't outrun God and grace and all the good things. So this, I yeah. to me, it's like the whole record's themes that were kind of floating all in one place. And it's pretty aggressive, man. It's yeah. nice. swampy. Yeah. South. It's got the south in it. Electronic Beats. porch. Yeah, that folktronic okay. things. And a little bit. This is a little more aggressive. It's, it's less EDM more hip hop. It's more urban than like okay. the beat stuff is more like you know okay south urban rather than 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 uh coming from an experience EDM. growing up on on this you know with, with gangs and in, in waco that right. experience led to uh, that struggle you came out of totally it was yeah it was rough getting out of there man <laughs> and so now we're in the atl and and you know honestly atlanta is so yeah, I wouldn't mess laid up. back you know compared to waco like it was you know like little chicago yeah. and then and then now atl is like man it's just it's just all good people yeah. it's amazing yeah uh, how, great uh, how much um, and so so for our listeners maybe who have known your story for a while yeah they probably bought and purchased, purchased a lot of songs from your David Crowder band days yeah and then it's you're in a nice groove where you're just Crowder in, and you even moved states yeah what is the background because I saw we've talked about you and your old band getting into fist sure. fights before right um, but but I saw the what are they called? Uh, the digital age. Yeah, the digital age. They kept making mute. Did you know this? They kept making music after you left. Wait, what? Yeah, they started a band, and there's even a what? singer. No way. And I think in For my real? computer right now, I have one of those their songs. Can we play one of those? Next? Do y'all have? The, well, maybe we could play something from the digital age. Is is are you guys still friends? Is my question. Do you talk? Did they ask you for permission to continue Man, on making no one music? told... I'm just now hearing about this, yeah. JR. This is so weird. Uh, I mean, we've talked a lot. Like, yeah, we're, yeah but and they, they haven't said a word about this deal. No. I'm working at Home Depot now. How that, are yeah, you, David? Totally. And it's like, uh, well, cool. What department are you in? And they're like... And I said, like, how's the break room? Do you have your own locker? You know, do you have to bring your lock? Is it like a combo? Did you go with a combo lock? Or you got the key? Uh, all these things were, you know, of course, we're talking about that, but did not bring no up mention music. of music. That's yeah. so weird. All right, yeah, well, I have, I but I haven't told them I'm doing this thing either. So <laughs> they think I'm driving uh, trucks. You went back to college. At first, I told them I was like wailing in yeah. the Alpha Alaska coastline, and so like I'd be like, "So sorry, I can't hear you. The waves are so tall." Right. And then, um, and I think it, yeah, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, because then I would just because they were like, "You're not whaling. You would never right. spear a fish you're that large. Type. No, you're probably petting the whale if you're up there. <laughs> you know, you're petting the whale. So pretty. Yeah. Um, so I'm driving trucks. Yeah. So this is going to be a surprise for them as well, I guess. All right. You guys split ways, and you're both living two different lives right now. Man. <laughs> it's very exhausting to keep it up. Do you yeah. still own the house that no, it's Pepper gone. built? It's no. gone. I know, right? You said you were going to save that for the city of Waco. I did. I did. Yeah. We did our best, and now uh, we let we had to let go, man. Sometimes you just got to – it's part of life, you know? You Live, probably made life, a, a good death, Living and dying circle of life, you know? Yeah. Um, you said that was pretty banged up when you and your wife oh, it was showed a, up real there. Yeah, it was horrid. But see, now we got, but we got, so we now moved to Atlanta, Georgia. You know, that's the home of Coca-Cola. Yeah. And then we bought a place about a year ago. And, and no, I'm not kidding you. It, it was, it was owned by CEO of Coca-Cola. Yeah. Is that a true story? It's a true story, man. True story. And, and. Well, here's the thing, though. So we were, we needed some space, you know. So we, Atlanta won. Atlanta's going to be hometown, and and I, so we started making a list of things like what do we where do we, what do we want to live in? You know, where are we going to live? What part of town? Because Atlanta's a little larger than Waco was. You yeah. know, you didn't really have many choices in Waco. It's like, do you want to live in Waco? Yes. Okay. Then then you buy a house in Waco. Atlanta's like, where do you want right. to live in Atlanta? Because it's like it's almost like a whole state, you know. Yeah. And so I said, here's the deal. I would like to have restaurants that are walkable you know so that's like my number one restaurants mm-hmm. are walkable uh um you know maybe this is like a soft number two soft number two yeah uh in pencil if there's golf nearby that would be amazing yeah and number three though you know given the waco scenario where we had you know it was pretty busted up yeah. and we spent about seven years <laughs> trying to make it into a home that right. was habitable and and then we get done and then we move you know what i'm saying Oof. so i'm like hey third third deal in bold Move in ready. And out of those three things, what I got was move in. Yeah. That's the only thing I got in my list. Her list was I thought this was a good story. You were leading no. us down a we are now like we're well now remodeling the Coca Cola house. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's down to the studs and we but it's made but this part's amazing. We when the kitchen like so we we're everything is just pulled out. So yeah. like the kitchen gone. And we just had them I had them just move the fridge that was in the kitchen. You know, the old kitchen into our the bedroom because we're going to stay in the bedroom huh. while they're doing all the rest of the remodel. Most amazing thing we a so we have a little microwave, full size fridge just by the bed, you know, and a microwave, a little stove top, a little hot plate cooker, yeah, little toaster oven. It's I mean it's dude, it's amazing because I get I, my metabolism runs hot, and yeah. so I wake up at like four thirty in the morning, yeah. and I'm like. I'm starving. You know, like, I'm just going to die if I can't, like, eat something now. And then I just, like, now I just reach over. You just lay in bed. To the fridge. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my word. Honey, do you we want- are living, honey. This honey, is it, man. do you want an otter pop? This is amazing. I got this. Totally. I want one of them bomb burritos, man. You pull it out of the freezer, pop it in the microwave. Two minutes right. later, you're eating burrito in bed, man. It's unbelievable. Never put your slippers on. Uh-uh. Murder, she wrote on the television. It's amazing. <laughs> That's how yeah. we roll in yeah. ADATL. Dick, I'm like, honey, stick with me. We're doing things. It's funny you bring this up. You mentioned the burrito because that was my next question, Mr. Crowder, my guest. Um, you've let me set you up with this. Okay, you've written many, many songs that that have changed people's lives. Oh, that sounds ambitious. And and encourage their faith. And but I'm gonna put that on hold okay. because I want to ask you something. All um, right. I know that you're a burrito lover. I am. I, I brought all the other stuff up just to say, you're doing fine in life. You're making a difference in the world. But, but you're also the supreme leader of the burrito brigade. <laughs> I love the burrito, man. 
what is the the secret to the world's greatest burrito for young burrito enthusiasts? Man, well, here's the deal, man. My deal, my burrito, the go-to is consistent. Consistency is important. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna want a burrito, you want to know that you're gonna get the the right burrito every time you go for that burrito. Yeah. And the bomb burrito is found at gas stations all over America, and it's about it's over a foot long, and it only takes three minutes to cook the whole thing and you don't even have to take it out of the package they're thinking about efficiency you just leave it in it's like its own little cooking environment in the microwave and and you can eat it like in two sections maybe you just want a little snack you know yeah well you can just you know you know cut off out about half of it you know save that other half for later it's not like the hot pocket where it needs an hour to cool down no, no, well, it, it is a little. You, okay. You're going to get used to it, though. What if you if you cut it in half and kind of squish on it, and some of that hot comes out and sits on the plate next to it, right. then it's going to it's not you're going to be fine, right? You don't if you go your, right for it, what you don't make your own. Do you, no, no, oh, okay. That would involve the cooking, like real live cooking. Yeah. Well, yeah, like where but you, you use, can do it all in bed. We've learned. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, <there's, laughs> don't make burritos in bed. I'm I'm for science food, man. Okay, I'm a proponent of science food. Yeah, yeah like like for instance, like a inefficiencies like a, a banquet meal yeah. you heard you know the banquet meals yeah yeah they're they're microwavable you know but you can get you a salisbury steak mashed potatoes and corn say uh-huh. for 89 cents 89 i mean and it's a full color box like how do you even print yeah. a box in full color for 89 cents much less <laughs> get the science food in there yeah and and so meant so like that. That's amazing. I would love Banquet to have a meals. cooking show with you. Yeah, where you talk so passionately about the most ghetto redneck food that's that, a, well, that we've been a, laughing at for years, but you make it sound. He's right. No, think that think. Is, I mean, amazing. it is insane. It's yeah. How do you? How can you do this? This is. Beyond, think of all the R and D that went into making that Salisbury steak out of what? Right. right? What is that? It's not even real. Yeah. And yet it's it's amazing. And, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I love empty calories. Really, I guess yes. if we looked at things, yeah, yeah. mostly khaki foods and uh, and science. Yeah. Right, it's khaki or science. I'll eat it. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm passionate. I'm motivated now. Mm-hmm. You've won me over. Um, I have to drop a big word into an interview. It's a dare from the guys. Okay, I'm telling you that. Does it work if uh, if you tell him? I'm gonna edit this out. Oh, yeah. clever. <laughs> so I just have to find one to drop right here. Okay, uh, to me. Oh, uh, itinerate means to make tender. So, so the burrito, like, do you have to itinerate it at all? You know, um, just well, you uh, you could massage. You could massage the burrito. Yeah. It's, I don't recommend. I, I don't know. You just feel weird about that. Yeah. You know, so you could get one of the little, uh, you know, the hammers with the little and then itinerate things. it. You could itinerate it with one of the, uh, you know, little metal tenderizing hammers. Yeah. But then you kind of. You can blow a burrito up real quick. Be very careful I would let it cool before you itinerate the burrito with the hammer. Okay. Uh, but I wouldn't. I don't know. Massaging just feels weird. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> to uh, to to someone driving home right now, uh, Mr. Crowder, if if a woman wanted to shock and awe their husband by beating them at arm wrestling, all right, you you are. We've talked about this on the air that you have this gift. It's your gift to the world, your mm. ability to shock and awe people larger than you. Yeah. With your arm wrestling skills. Mm. What is the secret? Uh, mainly talking to women right now who want to be yeah. able to walk up to their husband one day and go, Will you ever um, just arm wrestle me? And the husband will be like, <laughs> Yeah. <sure." laughs> right. But okay. to surprise them. Yes, it's, it's leverage, man. Okay. It's leverage. If you want to find a table 
that you can you can press the the, the lower part of your rib cage up against. Okay. And you're going to want to get a lot. It's also you know in terms of leverage, you're going to want to get your angle right so that you can pull. You don't. Everybody tries to push sideways. Yeah. No. What you want is leverage against the table and pull toward you because the bicep is the weakest muscle in the body. So if you can put basically what you do is you hang your body weight on their bicep muscle. Right. And that's all you're going for. You have to practice it a few times. Get like a friend. You know, while you're, you know, Same all hanging you. out at the book club. Yeah. Get your friend. That was so sexist to me. I apologize <laughs> to women everywhere. I go to book club, so just let you know. I okay. So but it, so no, you're you hanging don't. out with your friends. Just let y'all try it together. You know, just get some leverage. Yeah. Push your body up against the table and try to hang on their bicep. Pull toward you. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah. You'll win. If my Your husband will, and, and you got to be quick, yeah. like because they're they're not gonna they're not gonna expect it coming. So yeah. you got to be quick, yeah. Break the wrist, you know, throw over the top of the movie, yeah. You know, Stallone, yeah. break the wrist, pull towards you, bam. Then they're like, uh, uh, what just happened? Yeah. And then don't refuse to refuse to let them try again. Right. You'll get them the first time, but then <laughs> it's retiring. like over, and then you're like, <laughs> you have to wife, say that I beat you in arm wrestling to all of our friends. I'm like really, just way bigger than my wife and right. stronger. Right. Uh, but if she whooped me one time because she was going through the David Crowder home study right. of how to whoop your husband in arm wrestling uh-huh. v- DVD or VHS tape, <laughs> I would be sitting there. I wouldn't be able to look her in the eye from that moment. It would be tough, right? Yeah. 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 I would maybe be good. I'd start to appreciate all that she does. <laughs> I'd start to see other things. This could be a ministry for me. <laughs> It could. I see where this could go. This could have some legs, man. This is going to be a, t- a, a commercial series. on TBN one day. I'm going to see yeah. if it, I'm David Crowder. You want to shock and all your husband? Buy my VHS tape right now. It'll change your marriage. And then you put a scripture. Laser disc. Just attach a scripture to, you know, the, yeah. the whole thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and let's put a pen in this for next okay. time. But I like that. It's a good thing. I like the progression it, of where yeah, this. Yeah, just percolate. Yeah. See what comes of it. Mr. Crowder, for you, or if you can explain this to our audience, maybe that's not songwriters and singers okay. and dancers, uh, which one usually happens first? An artist just gets the urge, I have to add new music to the world, or does a record label beat you to it saying, we need to make more money with your name attached to it? I usually which respond to the the money thing for big corporations. That usually motivates me to create great right. art. <laughs> Is they'll say, "Listen, we we need some records to come out yeah. um, because we would like more money." And then I'm like, "Oh, I I feel you. I'm your guy. I feel you. <laughs> I would like to write some a record for you guys right. to help." I I think that's what's amazing about the whole uh, system. I came in to like to the to the deal. I was you know in college like when I signed, and I was like you know in college you know everything. Yeah. About everything, you know, and you know, you, the man, it's the man's always putting us down. Right. So I was so, and, and then of course, indie music too. The college radio is yeah. full of artists that, you know, doing it on their own. Yeah. And and so I was so skeptical, <laughs> and it turns out it's it's an amazing system. It really is an amazing yeah. <laughs> system. So I've gotten to make so many great records because Chris Tomlin sells records, and yeah. I get to use his money to make my records. It's amazing. <laughs> They've got this whole deal worked out where, yeah. yeah. And so it's basically like it, it's really a, it, honestly, if you, on paper, if you looked at how the whole thing works, it really is very communal. But we don't ever recognize the 
communal aspect that, that we're all attached. It's like when you go into Taco Bell yeah. and you buy a taco and you're like, I want my taco real quick, like, and you never even like meet eyes with the the wonderful right. lady that's getting you your taco and you feel disconnected from the fact that you're one, you have food and right. and, and, and there's sort of some meat substance in there mm. that probably something died to give to you right. and you feel distance from the death life cycle too. Yeah. And all you just did was like get a quick taco and don't think that you participate. She's got maybe kids at the house right. and you're providing for her, and she's giving you something in return. Value for value, we just don't think about the human aspect. Right. Like insurance companies, we hate them. They're bad, right? No, it's like oh, it's amazing. Like if you something happens to you, I, I will I will help pay for it. Right. If something goes wrong with your car, you like you get in a wreck, I'm gonna fix your car for you. Yeah. That's what you're doing. You're making an agreement, and and instead we like, you know, try to bilk the insurance company, right. and then we have to pay for those evil humans that are like making our premiums go up right. and we don't even realize that's happening. You know, we're just like, it's the insurance company that's bad. No, they're like providing something that's amazing. We're connected. Right. There's connectivity. And that's what's with the label too. Oh, good. All I these forgot guys, what you were talking about. All these guys <laughs> and gals, <laughs> we're like, we're helping each other out. If somebody hits, right. because they hit another artist that nobody ever hear gets to go make a record because right. they could never a company and a company is helping facilitate all that. And then you got people that are at that company that have lives and people that they love dearly and, and you're able to participate and be a part of their yeah. sustenance and, and their ability to walk into Taco Bell and get a taco. Perfect. Nailed it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So who paid for Neon Steeple? Just one Tomlinson? Oh no, I just but I did that myself, oh, okay. and then I yeah yeah. So I, I usually just pay for the record. That was a help myself. fund me project. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, well, good. I'm glad things are working out. That's, yeah. That's awesome. That was a good breakdown, though. I, yeah. 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 I will never walk into a Taco Bell the same again. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you shouldn't. <laughs> hey man, let me tell you about this. Yeah. Malaysia has the old Taco Bell meat. Taco Bell meat changed Malaysia. Malaysia. If you go to Malaysia, you can get the old taco. We were in Malaysia with the Passion Tour, and I went and got Taco Bell. And what? It's the Philippines? (laughs) What's Malaysia? Another country. It's not where we were? It's the Philippines. Manila. Oh, Manila. That's why I knew there was an M in there. Okay, so it's it's where Manila, Philippines. Philippines. Yeah. Okay, I take it all back. Yeah. There's no old meat in Malaysia. <laughs> the old meat is in the Philippines. We walk into the Taco Bell, yeah. and I take a bite of this taco, and I'm like, oh my word, they have the old meat. Go get the because it changed. It changed. No, it changed in America. I remember the day they, they, the meat changed one time. I was like, oh man, you've ruined it, man. Yeah. Like they, I don't know. They're scared that they're making out of something wrong. Yeah. You know, they always do this to other people. And one person complains. And then it's or like, gets sick. Oh, I know. Like they're trying to. We want to live longer. You know, yeah. it's stupid. And the the shell then changed at one point too. About, yeah. you know, about seven eight years ago, they changed the shell because I'm sure there's something in there killing us, and and yeah. they want to take it out. And so, but this had the old shell and the old meat huh. and so i bought like all of the tacos I and i came yeah i came room. running back to the <laughs> deal i'm like you're not gonna believe this they got the old meat man did anybody care when you came? oh yeah they okay. didn't realize that there was a difference and i explained to them <laughs> and then they had it and they're like sure enough man uh, yeah they're robbing from us <laughs> so you came back stateside on a journey a mission yeah now yeah well, thank goodness I didn't fly to Malaysia to get the old meat. I'd have been so disappointed. <laughs> you guys are going to love this. I 
think I got that wrong. There was an M. Let's get back on the plane. <laughs> that was Manila in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I could remember that now, man. Pack out. Yeah. Now I know. Okay. It's all okay, clicking I, now. Yeah. 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 That whole thing about learning the woman's name at the front of the Taco Bell. You, uh, I'm going to do that now. Oh, uh, yeah. After all this, I've been inspired to get to know one of them. That's awesome. Yeah. And I'm going to tell them yeah. if they, you know, right. that they're Keep robbing the bar us. Low. Just do one. At one. A, yeah, just one. Just go for like one. I'm going to tell your entire Malaysia story <laughs> to the woman right there in line. Just ask them if they have the old meat. Old you have the old meat? <laughs> and then they'll be like, I don't know what you're No, that's about. just Manila. So they got, yeah, they're like, I don't eat here because this is <laughs> <laughs> not healthy. <laughs> Especially after they change the shells. Yeah, uh, then they put the fiery shell deal, man. Uh, oh, I liked that. Oh man, because it covers up the taste of the new shell. You know, it's like then it's like <laughs> right. a new, new. It's like a new new shell that you had no previous yeah. attachment to. You know, you get that double decker yeah. with the uh, you know soft soft taco t- tortilla around with a bean, free fried beans. Yeah. But then get the fiery shell in the double decker instead mm. of the regular shell. Yeah. Gives a little extra because I know you like your sauces. Gives yeah. a little bit of heat. Do one fire sauce, one hot sauce. Yeah. But you can only order one at a time because if you order more than one at a time, they get soggy. Yeah. So you're gonna want to order one, go eat it, then go back and get your other. Cause you're not gonna have to wait long. But right. it's like when you want the next one, go get another one from yeah. them instead of like. I have, a, I have a food guilty pleasure, and since we've spent a big chunk of the interview breaking down Taco Bell, which yeah. I it's the most magical moment of my year on the air. But I my guilty pleasure is. You know how some people like the real deal cheese and stuff like that? Yeah. The Taco Bell cheese, if it weren't scolding hot, I could, if nobody was looking and they let me go in and do whatever I want, I could take money from the register yeah. or anything I want, but I got to be back out in 30 seconds. Yeah. I would go straight to that cheese fountain machine <laughs> and I'd put my mouth under it. It just. I would, it would be, I wouldn't steal money, nothing. I could see all of that in my head right now. It looks awesome. That fake cheese. It's amazing. Is I agree. Part of my story. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> a picture of fake cheese. Yeah. Yeah, man. Anyway, I just wanted to share that because that's. I pre- no, I appreciate know, that. I knew you would appreciate. I absolutely that. appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Anyway, I don't know where to go from there, but. What do you want to play next? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let's go into. This leads well, into. Let's just pick a song off Neon Steeple, and I'll play it right here. Okay, Which track a seven. All right, let's put a. No <laughs> idea what that is. <laughs> it's my favorite. I'm I love just, track seven. I'm not even going to look at what song it is. Let's just play I don't it. Have any idea what it is? Do that one. Let's end here, um, Mr. Crowder, with a uh, with a question from the bucket. This is a fishbowl okay. of fish random bowl. questions. Do I have to do? Do I have to like? Is it like a bob for apples, or can I use my hand? Your hand. Okay. Actually, I should have led with. Oh uh, no, we're asking everybody I, to put their head in there. <laughs> um, actually, your head might get stuck in there. Uh, just yeah, grab a question. These aren't meant for David Crowder. These okay. are meant. They stay in the studio for anybody that comes in. Okay. Yeah, the FedEx guy. He okay. comes in, drops off a package. We say, "Hey, dude, grab a question." Oh no way! We're not recording, but we, okay. it's a fun. You game. record the. What, okay, I'm real confused uh, about okay. the deal. Do I? Is it? What, you just I, read can it. I read the question? Yeah, you read it oh. and answer it. It's. A, um, the question is bacon. <laughs> it's it's got a it's exclamatory. It's in all caps and it has an exclamation point. So I had to do that. Uh, <laughs> and and then it's a interrogative: yes or no? Yeah. Yes. 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 All right. Let's do another one. This is a that's okay. a, that's a quick one. Okay. A stri- yeah. All right. This is a FedEx guy. 
When growing up, what uh, sorry, when growing up, what occupation did you dream of? Honestly, and this is not just um, uh, this is not because I'm trying to be thematic or anything, but um, the the guy that does the Jungle Cruises at Disneyland. In the little boat. Which guy? They let you on, or they, they do they, the jokes? They get they get to do the jokes yes. on the deal, and you know they're like, "Oh, we're coming around, we're coming around, danger falls. Yeah. Oh, look on the right. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness, there's the python. We call her Sally. She, don't worry, don't panic, anybody. She only likes to eat little girls with Mickey Mouse shirts that are pink and say <laughs> Ashley on your Mickey. Oh no, Ashley, look out! I'm kidding. That kind of deal. The elephant has his trunks. <laughs> Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. So that was that was like what I would have loved to do growing up. In wake up. Well, I would have to you move relocate. to Orlando. Yeah. Yeah, I would have to relocate to Orlando. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I was, yeah, I had them, you know, weed eating right outside of your, you, your patio area was a little overgrown. So the, the landscaping guy doesn't come. I called come, but. earlier, yeah. About if that. you could come now in the middle of the interview, that yes. would be awesome. Just weed right up against our <laughs> <We> window. <laughs> <laughs> Give us fifteen, and then I'm just gonna need a way out. So like, wait, and then, <laughs> then start the weed eater, and then pound on the window. Cue the deer. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I would. That would be. Uh, that that would be. I try to. I guess maybe people who are thinkers. And, and writers and poets, we overthink things. We make things very dramatic. Oh. But I have been watching that person on that Jungle Cruise for years and years now. And I, as I'm watching them tell the same jokes, they're very funny jokes. Yeah. But as I'm watching them, I'm thinking, this, I wonder, you know, there's not many of them. There's right. only a few that get trained yeah. to finally be able to lead a Jungle Cruise yeah. boat by themselves. One right. day they let them loose. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's, Here's the jokes I grew up hearing, and now I get to tell them. Totally. And so you understand that dream? Yes. Okay. I didn't want it, but right. I understand you it. Know, the only thing awkward is the the. Um, I don't think I've got the body for the outfit. Honestly, <laughs> the shorts are a little too much. You know what I'm the saying? The Timberland boots. Yeah, I could yeah. do the boots still. Yeah. It's just the, those. Uh, man, I don't know. Right? Uh, they look. It looks like a UPS man. Yeah. You gotta with- have the right legs for that kind of work. <laughs> And I just, I think I would be, I would be, I'd always be working the line yeah. and, and they just be, that carrot would be out there and they're meanwhile, you know, having meetings yeah. in the Disney corporate offices. I, I just don't think he has the yeah. legs for this kind of thing, you know, and that's what's holding me back. <laughs> right. Yeah. Anyway. Body image is important, kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, skinny shaming is not okay. Okay. Yeah. Chicken leg shaming is not okay. Yeah. Bullying is bad. Yeah, love everybody. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, let's uh, <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's end with uh, why don't you prayer? You want to pray? Oh uh, well, yeah. Um, I'll let you pray. I don't know how to answer that actually. <laughs> um, do you want to tell our audience maybe what you're doing this fall, as uh, just kind of a general, yeah. not like at home. Oh. Not- <laughs> Not like what you and your wife, you know, we've got, where you we've go. Got, we've got great plans for shrubbery. The new shrubs that are coming in are going to be well manicured. They're really tight growth. How does the record label not despise you well, uh, to be given a chance to to answer, you know, if you answered that way? So what do you got coming up this fall, David? 
What do you got coming up this fall, David? Well, my wife and I have um, a great garden going. <laughs> the herbs are coming in nicely. We're gonna uh, be in Maryland. Uh, fall, man. Well, um, well, first of all, what when when is fall starting? Like, what months are we talking? When oh. you say fall, is that like we're September? In it. Oh, we're in we're fall. In fall. Yeah. Okay, so well, um, we're doing an air one. We're on an air one tour. That's not right. Well, yeah, that's obvious. Yeah. So am I supposed to lie? I just want to say <laughs> we're on a tour <laughs> with your with competitor. Dun- no, they're not on the, the market. <laughs> but it's my former employer. Yeah, but, um, um, yeah. No, it, it, that's about over. I mean, it's okay. over. And then we have a break, and then we're going on tour in December with Chris Tomlin and Lauren Daigle. I like that. I guess I should set all of that up again because it's not really an I, edit point. There's not really a hard edit I actually edit heard point. the edit point. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, that's, that's great. You there. can leave all this in too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, and then, but working on a new record, man. Okay. I mean, this one still has legs. It's crazy because we're going to go out on Winter Jam in the next year. Yeah. So we're still, Neon Steeple's still like got legs, dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, and as well, that lift your head songs, you know, just catch. We just did a video, a live video shoot that looks incredible. Tadashi makes an appearance on this lift your head yeah. thing and just blows it apart. I mean, I'm, I can't wait for people to see this video deal. Yeah. So we're wrapping that up. Okay. It'll be coming out soon uh, in the fall. Right. It'll be releasing in the fall. And then we have, you now, know, start yeah. the year with Passion and then head out on a Winter Jam deal. You know, Passion's got a deal going where it's three locations at one time. Yeah. You got the Phillips Arena in Atlanta, Georgia. You got the Gwinnett Center in Atlanta, Georgia, and then Houston Toyota Center in in Houston, <laughs> Texas. Well, they've moved it. Yeah, okay. it, it's now in Houston. Oh, good. It made sense. Yeah. They made the move. Yeah. Uh, um, so that'll be start of the year. So writing a bunch for writing a bunch for the passion situation, and then uh, new record. Man, these songs are coming like crazy so i wound up about that next year sometime yeah yeah i don't know what it's gonna be more you know how like well anyway it's too early to talk about that we don't need to tease people right yeah yeah i mean the label hasn't called and said hey we need money right yeah can you make a record please they haven't said that yet so we're still pulling from the kitty (laughs) petty cash um okay good yeah all right well i like what you did on the last album thanks i did too really enjoyed that upbeat 80s Nintendo meets the Appalachians. Port, Appalachians. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know. Yeah. Are you going to do that again? The next one's going to be more like Compton meets the Appalachians. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. With a little. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. With some. Well, we'll have to catch up then. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's it. We should wrap. Man, yeah, wonderful. So have have a do you good wanna, day. Do you want to take a question? Do you want to draw from the tr- questions? Do you I ever never, answer the questions? This is like the genie being asked, what would you wish for? Right. I don't know. Nobody's ever Jeannie, asked Jeannie, Oh, genie so would be like, can free? I please get out of the yeah. bottle? Yes. Yeah, so that would be my wish. giving people wishes. <laughs> so this would be my last. Right. Okay. I'm getting the same ones here. Oh. Uh, okay. Biggest pet peeve. Oh, this is wonderful. What yeah. is your biggest pet peeve? Hearing people chew while eat. No, it is horrible. Yeah. yeah. If you and I were at a Taco Bell together in Manila, <laughs> and you're eating the old meat, I would be eating the old meat going. And I was hearing. George, just old meat, man. Come on. Come on. Mm. Mm. 
I'd be gone. I'd be laying on the floor <laughs> rocking. The end of our relationship. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's what you want to do. Yeah, I mean, you've reached the bottom when you're laying in the floor of <laughs> the Manila, Manila Taco, Taco Bell, Bell. Rocking back and forth. After you have cheese that you've <laughs> stolen from the back all over you from the drinking of the cheese. I top. was just telling my, uh, Steve, the mechanic, one of one of my producers. Yeah. Not the Atlanta producer, the Tampa producer. Okay. And I, right before you came to the door, I said... I just want to warn you, the next 30 or so minutes could get pretty weird, <laughs> but it will change your life. And we did. Absolutely. As, I'm, as he's now picturing me on the floor of a Manila Taco Bell rocking back and forth. Covered in cheese. He's now in his head going, he's now going, I get what, I get it. <laughs> I get every look at you. And I would safe. rather end the interview with that okay. just right there. Man, thank you for having me. Thank you for it's your here. pleasure. Yes, my As pleasure. Always. Chick-fil-A. Well, there it is, JR's chat with Crowder that will go down in history as the most bizarre and outlandish chat in the history of this podcast. It's definitely going to be a hard one to beat, but we're going to try next season on the JR Show podcast. Season three is going to be full of A-list artists. We've got Need to Breathe, Natalie Grant, Big Daddy Weave, Zach Williams, and a lot more ready for you. So make sure that you subscribe now so when we pick back up in the fall, you're alerted as soon as a new episode goes up. In the meantime, we would love it if you would share this podcast on your social media. You can follow us at The JR Show. And if you tag us when you share it, we'll send you a JR Show t-shirt. It'd also be awesome if you would rate us five stars. It helps us to be found by new people who might not even be a Christian. So thank you for subscribing, rating five stars, and following us on Instagram. Until season three, pa 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 peace. Yeah, he does that better. I'll leave it to him. Hmm. <laughs>